Life is sweet. Let it sweep you off your feet. Hi, you're listening to Find Your Joy. If you're looking for ways to thrive rather than survive in a world that can seem rather chaotic, you're in the right place. We will be sharing stories of our own as well as those from guests who have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, it's Allie and Find Your Joy, and I am I'm so I'm grateful that that my friend and this amazing artist and storyteller and explorer and adventurer and just an extraordinary. I don't want to just say extraordinary, an extraordinary one who surpasses what we could imagine um, is is back again for part three. Lonnie Glass, thank you so much. Oh, I, I'm absolutely thrilled. That's that's really great. It's great to see you again, Ali. I know that. <laughs> I mean, that's like for me. That was like, oh, great! I'll get a chance to see Ali. I haven't seen her in years, so this is like a, a fantastic buzz for me. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, me too. It's a, it's a beautiful catch up, and 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 I think that the the recurring theme in in the last two episodes and I what I would just um what I will guess will continue to happen here is we talk about finding our joy and in the midst of the things that happen in our life that are you know like for me you know we all have (laughs) we've all had stuff go that didn't go quite how we wanted it to go but we find a way to make it through we find a way to have something that gives us life and and i love about you the thing that i see in you well there's so many things that i see in you but you're an you're an explorer and an adventurer you 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 take the opportunities i forget you know good luck is really just preparation and opportunity right it's and so you 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 find your ways you you go do the gig you you go into the backwoods and find the luthier you you do these things and and that's part of um i think what makes someone who's who chooses not to live in fear it's 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 a it's an act of courage really and 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 i know there's a whole bunch of ways that courage comes out but but not everyone would be traveling and go take that chance to go try this place or that place, go into the back. I mean, you imagine that. And I think that that's a lot to do with it. You have an explorer's heart. I do. I do. And I, you know, I've, I've always been a, like a lover of history. Like that's always been my thing. And as a matter of fact, funnily enough, you know, when I, when I was on tour with Sarah Smith and we were in Europe, uh, you know, I, I, when I was young, uh, I was uh, 19. Uh, well, actually, I was, yeah, I was 19. And I, I went to Europe. I, I went away for a year. I went traveling for a year. So, you know, I was in Europe and uh, I really wanted to go to places like Berlin and uh, Eastern Europe, but you couldn't go. 
it's just it was impossible to go oh right you were in a wall 1970 right so there's the wall there's you know so there's just no way but i always thought oh man i just have this hankering to see eastern europe and uh i don't know where that comes from but uh in any case so here we go sarah i'm going to europe with sarah we're in germany and uh, we did germany and the netherlands and of course on the on the itinerary was berlin we we're going to play in berlin i'm going oh my god this is going to be something else now you know being a jew berlin also has you know right a uh, connotation that's quite awful you know right. historically but you know i love history so you know what i would do is like i was like the uh Every day, I would I would get up early, six or seven in the morning, and I start I go on a walk, and uh, always find the old parts of the towns. So, you know, and I have my phone, and and I would just take pictures, and uh, and of course, you know, when I traveled in Europe, I I was hardly in Germany at all because it was winter when I was there. So I just wanted to beat it out of there, go to Spain or Greece, southern Italy. I didn't want anything to do. I did no clothes for winter. So I didn't see much of it. And so I'm going into this small little town and I walk downtown and it's like, my God, this is like these buildings are like from the 16th century, 17th century. It's like, my God, this is gorgeous. And then I cobbled streets and then I'd go to the next town and go, oh my God, this is even more unbelievable. You know, so this is what Europe I is. I love really Europe. Like, I love you know? that. It's it's a constant, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's incredible. So then I we get to Berlin and I, I go on this walkabout for about seven hours in Berlin and just... It was so gorgeous. It was so beautiful and so incredibly powerful, the vibe of it. Uh, and of course, there's the negative connotations. But, you know, every town I was in, every city I was in, I would first go and and do some research, historical research. And I'd find out what the whole history of the city was, like from the 8th century up till present. Or, and so that I had a context of my viewing. When I was walking around, it was, wasn't I wasn't just taking pictures of houses. I knew exactly oh. like, what this church was, and and when it was built, and how long it took to build, you know, and the whole history of what the trading nation, what they did, why they became this, and you know. So I I, I really got immersed in it, and I would post every day all my pictures on Facebook. So that everyone back home could follow our tour, and 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 see it. And you know, I was, was I was one of them. I okay. was following all the way, because, liking all know, these pictures. I'd get I'd get people uh, texting me saying, "Hey man, <laughs> I didn't get any pictures today. <laughs> What's up?" <laughs> so it was like hilarious. So I ended up just having this glorious, glorious experience of of being the. Uh, transcriber of of the events of the of our tour and i just again this inspires inspires me when i think when i'm thinking about writing it just adds to my you know an arsenal if you if you will of 
images, impressions, and it just builds on that. And I find that that I had the gift, was given this gift, thank you, Sarah Smith, of being able to, you know, basically travel. And, oh, by the way, well, we're going to play tonight. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to, you know, where, where's the next gig? It was like, okay, I know we're going to play. <laughs> No, I'm I'm thinking, where's the next town? Yes. You know, so I can go to this castle or do whatever. And still we had a rocking great time, but mine was a was such a life fulfilling experience with Sarah. It was it was like it, it, yeah, it was it was a life changing experience for me. And yes. and Sarah will never I will never be able to uh tell her how much it meant to me like what it meant to me was like was because I, I there was a hiatus of my life you know as a musician and even when I came here Ali it was like it took me a lot of years before I was able to get gigs because you know people would always say hey man you can play here seven days a week for free you know there right. are so many for free because there's so many places you can just open mic and little things in the V lounge, you'd wait for the V lounge gig to go. But uh, I, I found it hard for me because I'd come from, you know, a, a musical life of just touring all the time and playing all the time and rehearsing. And so this was like... Uh, oh, yes, they're rehearsing. It was like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was quite a, quite a change for me. Plus, you know, I, I had a heart attack at, with the year I came here, the year I got here. Did you really? A bloody heart attack. Yeah. It was amazing. I was working at a friend of mine's farm and it was a very steep incline going up from the pond up to his house. And, you know, I was clearing out the brambles uh, around his pond. And I walked up the hill and I was like, holy Jesus. I was just sweating like a pig. So I went home. Went to the doctor and he said, "Oh man," he said, "If, if you ever get that feeling again, dial nine one one." So the next day, after the weekend, I went back to work. It was fine, and then walk up that hill again. It was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> I drove home, which was stupid, but I drove home and went to the hospital, and and they said, "Yep," he says we, we've got. They took blood and they said we've got heart enzyme in your blood. That means you've had a heart attack. So I went and they put stents in, you know, and you know, the, the cardiologist said, well, we just basically did plumbing. Right. He, just, he says, your heart has not been affected. So thank goodness. So oh. it was, uh, so they put four stents in and that was what, 12 years ago. It was, it was on, right near Christmas with December 19th. And, you know, then I had to lay low and just be mellow and, you know, but it didn't. I, I did a lot of power walks and I kept myself as healthy as I could. And uh, it is what it is. I'm just, uh, you know, still, still kicking, you know. Yeah. So, you know, but this, this was the setup of my existence in Victoria was, oh, great. I got, I got here, left all my music behind. And now I get come here and gifted with a heart attack. And then it's just, you know, I, I had to try and figure out what to do musically you know and i'm still working on it you know and and it, it 
but I find people, you know, I found, uh, uh, I was doing an open mic and Bill Holt on the guitar player. Yeah. Caring for this guy, Dustin, uh, in the wheelchair. Is that, Dustin, is that, yeah, I know I remember Dustin. Dustin, yeah, he used to uh, go to the feed lounge and Bill was oh. his caregiver. I, well, I, rem I remember Bill and I remember Dustin and somehow, yeah, I did not have the two together. They oh, were for goodness sakes. So I'm at this open mic, in comes Dustin and Bill. And so I said, hey, Bill, you want to sit in? You want to play? So Dustin was, he was bringing Dustin so that Dustin could it's, sing his R&B. Yes, yes. Blues, blues songs. And, uh, and, and then Bill played. And I went, oh, man. Oh, he's a swan. We got we got to we got to work together. So Bill and I co-wrote uh, an album, co-wrote an album's worth of stuff, and that, actually some of the stuff that's on the, uh, I think the my new CD, which is called Water Rising. Oh, nice! Which is this uh, blues thing with Daniel Morell. Six of the tunes are songs that Bill and I co-wrote. And Bill is just a killer. Uh, and so this was my first, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, man, okay. Where is he, by the way? Is he, uh, is he in he town lives, still? No, he, he lives, uh, where does he live? He lives Craig Flower area. Yeah, uh, okay. The Spiral Cafe. Yeah. Uh, off Craig Flower. Is he still playing? Yeah. Oh, does, wow, okay. His, his big thing is he does he does this looping. Oh, yes, yes. Right? So oh, he has a beautiful. whole, like, massive pedals and steve and dawson you remember zubat and dawson steve yeah. dawson if you um he uh, and and steve has played with my brother and stuff like that before that's how i got to know steve but um i went one time and and uh, saw him playing a single and he was doing all that and and very proficient that you know really good at it i'd love to also let me know uh, let me know next time bill's yeah. playing i'll go out and see yeah, him. billy's billy's uh, something else he's also a gentle soul you know yes he's a lovely guy and uh there's just another influence and because i'm i although i i'm uh i i sing blues and I, I i like it but it's not my it's not my favorite right genre of music it's just just isn't you know not in the traditional sense, I should say. I mean, I I, I dig it, There's, you know, but, uh, you know, it's like when I learned some guitar and I was working on just developing my my skill, I, I would always try and learn a few new chords just because, you know, the more chords, you, chords equal melody, right? Yes. So if you know more chords, your melody expands. And so as a song songster, it, it just means you can come up with melodies that aren't standard or typical and little twists. So I'll add chords. I'll, I could write a blues song, but I'll add some jazzier chords so it doesn't come across like a straight 12-bar blues. Yes, and it, yes. And it just becomes a little more, for me, a little more creative and interesting to yes. listen to uh, for my ear. So Blues is oh, fine, but it's not my, it's not where I'd want to stay yeah now blue B bill hold them is a real a real blues blues bluesy guy but he's really he has a jazz uh ability on a guitar so when he plays it just doesn't sound 
typical. So we were able to write, uh, I think, 10 or so, 11 songs together. And that was great. Then I was uh, met this harp player, uh, Jim Cecil, Jimmy Cecil, and he's great. But he was telling me how he goes to Cambodia every year, Phnom Penh and uh, Sinukville on the ocean every year. So I thought, oh man, I'm going to go. He says there's tons of work there to play. They, there are clubs everywhere. And uh, and he goes for, from like November till April. So I went, okay, I'm on my way. I'm going to come. So I'm literally ready to go. I'm ready to, to get my reservation on the flight. And I run into Hank Lionheart. Oh! Right? We're just having a chat. And he, he he called no he called me to have a meeting with me, and and I so I met him at Christie's pub, I met him and we had, were having a drink and and he he said, how would you like to be bass player for Uncle Wiggly? Oh, how'd you been? And and you know in my head I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm going to Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It was it was like September actually. It was September, and I was organizing to go in November. And he, and he said, uh, "So he said, oh, okay, I'll check it out." So we had a rehearsal, and it sounded great. So I I, I and I ended up working with. He was doing these Christmas shows. Yes, yes. Yeah, which he did every year, has done every year. So I ended up. I guess I played with Hank. I was Hank's bass player for three years. And we toured and again a whole different realm. And Hank and I came became very close. And Hank is another incredible story. I mean his story. Yes. His story just knocks me out. And uh we would have a just a, a great time having discussions because you know, he's a, even a older than I. Yes. I, I know people older than I. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, it's great. I actually married them. I, I uh, officiated their oh, wedding I in our yard. You were, that's right. You were, <laughs> you were capable of this. Yes, oh, I still God. am. I'm still licensed. And Wait a minute. <laughs> no, did you marry did you marry Sandy? Grant? I did. Oh my yes. God. Yes, I did. Sorry. Oh. You said Sandy and I and my mind went to another Sandy because I was just talking to oh. another Sandy this Sandy morning. Grant. Sandy and Bill. Bill, yes. Bill yes. yes, yes. I remember I was at the wedding. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and 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 Hank and Kim got married right out on our deck on the point, right on the water out here. Oh yeah, yeah. And I yeah, yes, um, that's I that's another little sideline. I just love doing weddings, but yes, they're they're that's a wonderful great. couple. Yeah, and they're up in Sydney now. So I'm yeah. going to lunch with them I think this week or next week. because uh, I haven't seen Hank uh, in uh, a few years. So it's always nice to meet these people who are really influential in in your own life. And yeah. and Hank, he may not think he was influential, but he absolutely is an influence in my life because you know he was the consummate blues singer for me. And uh, you know, and, and playing because I'm not a blues player, so uh, you know, I had to learn how to play that genre, not just apply my rock chops to blues different game but it was great I met so many wonderful people you know Paul Wainwright who was in yes. Wiggly well Paul 
ended up being the sax player in in uh, Thunder Road, my Springsteen thing. Right. Well, Stuart McClellan, who I met at yes. the V Lounge first time. And I always used to think, oh man, I'd love to be in a situation playing with Stuart sometime. And so he ended up being the guitar, one of the guitar players in the Springsteen thing as well. And then Charlie Fox, keyboard a giant here. Yeah. Same thing at the V Lounge. And we got to hang. And then it was like, hey, Charlie, you want to be? She, and he was the, the, or, the organist in that band. So, you know, all these ties you, you, that you, you meet along the way, but you, you know, and where does it end up? Well, oh, it ends up that you're all going to play together in a band, you know, and of course that's not together anymore, but, you know, they're now for musical, a time musical friends, you know, yes. part of the, part of the community of yes. music. And that I, I think is, probably the greatest thing about music is that there's a tie that binds us all, you know, it's yes. the music and it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter what genre you play. No, it doesn't. It sure it, does not. You no, know, I, I have a, a guitar player, Andy Bourget guitar player, who is just a shredder. He's just like Eddie Van Halen. He's just incredible guitar player. And, you know, I met him. Uh, one of the first people I, I ever played with, was a rehearsal for a band and he was the guitar player and it never went anywhere. It was like a nine o'clock at night rehearsal for three hours. See you later. Thanks a lot. Nothing ever happened, you know, but you know, you just never know because I wanted to try and do some ZZ Top stuff here. So I thought, Oh, who was that guitar player that I remembered way back? The first thing I, and I, did some research and I found oh, it was Andy Bridget. So I got in touch with him. And he says, "Sure, let's get together." So we did a, a you know a bunch of gigs together, and it's like you never know what's down the road. The people yes. you, you ran into years ago and said only a couple of words to, all of a sudden, there, it's like the seed is planted, right? And the universe is just waiting for the moment. Yes. For it, for it to take place. And we remember, you know, for me, one of the biggest, what I mean, musicality aside, of, of course, that's important. I remember how, okay, I, I'm the person who, if I'm in a restaurant with someone, I I am noticing how people treat servers. Uh. I'm, I'm, that's, it's, it's a huge deal to me. And when I'm, when I've done any kind of any band I've ever been in, or even if I just walk onto stage for a jam or something like that, I notice how do people, do they serve each other or how do, how does that work? And so that's another huge thing to me. I would actually probably take a lesser player with a better attitude. Yeah. Like I just, um, it, because I probably can't change the attitude. They got to, you know, they've got to figure that stuff out for themselves. And so that's another thing that I notice around here. I just notice how do, how do other people seem to feel in their presence? How, how much space do they give them? How, how kind are they? How, what, oh, how, how much grace do they extend each mm -hmm. other? That's a, yeah. that's a big thing for me. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, speaking of those kinds of things, you know, uh, I was a very, aggressive uh you know when i was younger 
right. I mean, I've been, I, I went through 12 years of very serious therapy. So, you right. know, which was very, very worthwhile. And, uh, but, you know, I mean, I can, laugh, I can laugh about it now, but, you know, as an example, I would, um, when I had my ZZ Top thing, I, uh, our, aid, our agent was my, my manager, our manager. And they were part of the, part of the Feldman agency, but in Toronto, they were called the agency. Feldman actually became Feldman uh, from the agency, which was okay, the, biggest, okay. the biggest in Canada at the time. And so, you know, uh, Dave, our manager, he would like send out a memo to everyone in the office. Lonnie's coming in. Oh. And the entire office would take lunch. Well, that tells you something. Well, you well, know what? Like, oh. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Look at so you're so you're an intense, passionate <laughs> perfectionist, right? So we know that about you. Oh, and now you come from a place of grace and kindness. Yeah, but it makes sense. Different. Like I it's the evolution, you know. It's a spirit. It I'm the same way. I, 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 um, I was not sunshine and roses all my life, right? Like there was a there, there, there is a trail of carnage behind me. <laughs> oh, this is great. You know, that's me, Ellie. That was the beauty of being of moving from Toronto here, because I thought to myself, you know, no one here knows my story, so they don't know my baggage. Right. So it's like tabla rasa, you know, it's like a clean slate. Yeah. How beautiful. Just, I can just start my life over again here. And no one has to know the, the shite I did along the way. But you chose to make the change, not just oh, geographically, right? Like you did no. the work, you did that. And so no, I, just, I, 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 I didn't like shift. That. I didn't just carry my shite with me. To be yes. Honest. I left it right. behind. That's so, right. You know, so this is the evolution of a soul. You know, this is the evolution of a person. And I can see it. And it's, uh, you know, I'm happier now in my life than I've ever been. And I, I'm more musical in my life than I've ever been. And and more joyous about all of those things. Because as, as I come down the side of the mountain, on the other side of the mountain, and I'm rolling towards the end of the mountain. Right. You know, then it's like, hey, you know, how do you want to end, right? Yes. How do you want to be? So it's like, that's my mantra. My mantra is, I want to end well. Yes. You know, and I'm, and I'm doing it. In all my relationships, my relationship with my wife and uh, my relationship with my daughter, with my friends, uh, I still backslide sometimes, but... Yeah, I get that. I, 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 I get that. Sometimes, you know, I have, I might not even speak it out, but there are times when, um, you know, the initial thing that rises up in me is, is, is not peace or kindness. The, the initial thing, it touches no. a very old place oh, yeah. that I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so that, that's still not very healed there right we there. Go. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you are, yeah. you nasty bitch. No. No. <laughs> well, you know, it's um, what's uh, not Freud, but uh, Freud's uh, one of Freud's contemporaries was uh, Young. Carl yes. Jung. So Carl Jung had this uh, this notion. Uh, uh, interesting. I had a few, a couple of years with this therapist 
who was phenomenal. A Jungian? A Jungian, but she was also a shaman. Oh. It was like really, really fascinating. But, uh, you know, Jung talked a lot about the shadow, the shadow self. And, you know, this is is that every we all have this right and this is the that thing that rises up and you know it's there it's that it's the darkness and 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 really it's it never goes away it's never gone but what the 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 work the work is ther- ther- therapy wise or spiritually wise is is the conjoining mm. of the two sides of our our elemental natures, right? So that we become whole, right? Yes. We don't just dispel this, but we amalgamate it into our into our beings, so it can no longer affect us in in the same way. You know? That's right. So that and we they, can find a place of peace like that. Um, I the the book that I wrote. Well, I you know when I first started writing, I was a co-author in the first three, right? And then the book, the art of healing, and that was it was all around that. It was that. It was the layers and figuring it out. It was a layer after layer of of the pain and the unkindness, and then and then the shame. You know the yeah. shame of all the crap that I'd done, and you have to. But but we all have that. But some people. <laughs> They don't even know they have that. And, no. and and that's why they continue on, or we, any of us who's, who, the longer I stay in that horrible place, the longer I hurt myself and everybody around me. Yeah, absolutely. You have to become aware. Of, aware. Yeah. I mean, it's just self-awareness right, is the beginning of, of your internal journey. Of the healing, right? Some yeah. belly button gazing. <laughs> Some yeah, good boy, passion. I'm good. I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah, <Yahoo. laughs> I am too. I had to be because yeah. it was. Uh, th- that's a whole other. Yeah, that's a whole other. Um, that's a whole other thing. There, just, just all of that, and and I think that when I when you're talking about that, when I look at, I mean, you've had a beautiful career, and yeah. you've worked with these amazing people. And yeah. then you're saying, okay, so there was some parts that weren't so pretty about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I got some, I got some healing, but it's, but there was also must've been some pretty good parts all the way through it. Oh, because, because you have, you have those friendships. Yeah. And, you know, I've been, I've been very fortunate to actually be a, able to say that, uh, you know, although I wasn't a big star and I, you know, I didn't sell millions of records, but I had a career. I had a Absolutely. career as a musician since the time I was 19 years old. I was a professional musician and still am. So yes. I made my living doing it, which is really not only that, but I, I've been with my wife for 55 years, which is also an, unbel- an anomaly. <laughs> It is. It is in the See, musical I'm, in the musical world. That it is. Is, is like an astounding I'm, achievement. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, not there's a whole. I mean, I've married to a a person who goes away a lot. There, there's there's a thing that there that that's a, a very specific kind of pressure that it puts that's, on a relationship. It's true, but you know, my wife is is and has always been. 
so independent and so uh, self-aware. As a matter of fact, I always fell behind. And I, I always made any spiritual moves that I ever made in my life was usually because I saw my wife moving and I'm thinking I better catch up. Yes. And so I would, she would go first and I'd follow. And, <laughs> that's and, our, that's our story yeah. as well. That's so it's, it's it. Very... Was, it was, you know, so she's ultimately my greatest inspiration for hmm. me as my, my, my lady. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's, ah, <laughs> uh, well, my gosh, this has been, this has been an incredible whirlwind. We, it, it, it has. I'm just, I'm so grateful to, um, to spend the time with you. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, excited to share you with listeners. Um, people will be, I'm sure, very intrigued and interested to listen to the amazing stories. Honestly, like it, we've been chatting now for two hours and I could, I could, um, if I didn't have somewhere to be, I'd be still, I'd be having you here. I just honestly would, would really welcome another time that we could do this again. Yeah, it would be great. You know, because like once I'm, I, I have a few tours with Daniel and I'd, I'd love to just uh, get into that section yeah. of my life, which is yes. the most present. Yes, and, uh, you know, absolutely. Because that's my sort of focus is where is it's the from here on segment well let's let's take a couple more minutes and chat about that at least like let's, okay well you know let's daniel yeah. i ran into at, a, at an open mic this is just how life happens for music in this town yes uh, and you know he's 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 a troubled kid you know when i found out that he'd been homeless and it was it was just then he told me the story then a story about his family living on the farm and how he was kicked by a cow and was in coma for three months. Oh my gosh. Mother used to beat him and burn him and oh, just, just horrendous. He's only 33 and he's been out on his own for so long, but he has this innate and he's broken English, like, you know, hard to understand, but, and he, Never took a lesson or anything. And he's he's just a natural. He has a natural gift with the harmonica, and like he's really something else to behold. And is you know he he knows a lot about the musical properties of you know scales and things. But but his timing is not good. But he he so he reacts totally differently. It's this really organic raw raw way that he plays and it, it works great with the kind of stories i tell and the songs we do and and uh, because they're not totally they're never only a few times are the actual 12 bar blues and uh and he's just gifted and he also he's got this van but he can't get his license because he can pass the driving test but he's dyslexic so he can't pass a written test and they won't accommodate him to help him really yeah it's really really bizarre and uh huh. and he's very conscious of stuff he's very aware he's got an unbelievable survival instinct he knows 
Look, if he's in the woods, he can survive in the woods. He can light. He knows how to light fires. Knows how to build stuff. He knows all about mushrooms, plants, herbs, everything that has to. He knows how to take care of himself in the cold. Yeah, because he was on the street, and uh, just a remarkable kid. And he also got me into fishing. <laughs> so, oh, wonderful! Wow! So he takes me out fishing. So. It's quite a, a buzz. Uh, and uh, again, he's a gifted kid. And we're, we're getting such great responses. And I just sent out to every, we did some Canadian Legion gigs. And they were so great that I decided way up. We were up in Tassus and Gold River, way up. And it went over so great. So I thought, okay, here's the business move. And so I just emailed, literally, Every legion in British Columbia, the Yukon, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. And, you know, it's been Christmas, so we're waiting for some replies. Right, so it'll be so the new year probably. I've gotten, right. I, I've, in the last few days, I've gotten eight replies. Everyone wants us for gigs. So I'm think, I thought maybe I'd get 10%, I'd be happy. But it's like literally every single one. I've every, Everyone I've sent, no one sent back saying, sorry, we can't. Everyone sends back saying, great, let's get a date. So I'm going to, we're going to our first, second week of April, we're going over to the eastern part of uh, of BC, coming back, and then we have a week going up to the top of to Tassus. And uh, and then I'm going to go up to the Yukon, which is, a, 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 I wanted to go there, bucket list thing for me. Yeah. So we're going to go up there and play. And it's like, here's another revival of my early life where all I did was tour. And I, you know, due to economic circumstances in the music industry, everything is prohibited to do it anymore. Yes. To, to think you cannot forget disregarding gas, but just the, the notion. Right. Like you can get gigs Friday, Saturday, anywhere. But what are you going to do on Tuesday and Wednesday, you know, when you're in the middle of Saskatchewan? Yes. So, you know, now I've got all these legions that want us. And so I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to create a project that is going to be a Canadian legion tour. No clubs. Just I want to be represented in the Canadian legion. And we'll start with British Columbia and the Yukon, and we'll see if we can go all the way across the country just doing legions and create a little documentary of this journey this is very interesting did you know that david is part of this? you and david must talk um that he's part of um what how, what's the initials uh military police ride for M. anyway so it's part of a motorcycle thing right for the for the uh, military police oh and and he's not a police but and they so why i'm saying this is that it's a fundraiser for um for blind and and visually impaired children and it goes across canada and he's he does the he does the bc ones and they and they go to every legion in, oh. in BC, well, Incredible. not every legion because yeah. they can't go to every legion, but and then across Canada, the the this ride every year 
goes across Canada. So, so it starts in BC, they travel around for a week or so, and they go to all the legions. Then they go to those who are going to extend it. Then they go to um, Alberta and then they travel around all the legions and then they go to, so it's just, you guys overlap so much. It's oh, just, fantastic. and he's a bass player too, but, okay. but it's, 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 this is a lot of overlap with you guys. Oh, man. I, I, that's, that's, buzz. We, we must get together. Absolutely. That's, yeah. Oh, that's going to be one. I love that, that, um, we will chat. We'll, we'll I, I'd love to chat to you about that. Yeah, I have ideas. Good. I have ideas to pass to you. There, oh. there we go. <laughs> oh, I'm open. I'm an open book. I'm ready for anything. Oh, I'm ready for anything. There's my my thing. I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's open for every experience possible from here on in. It, it it is well. There's just and there's something there's something about um, the legions and your passion for songwriting and historical things that just makes me. Um, makes me here's something here's this little story i'm going to tell you it has nothing to do with the legions maybe it does i don't i thought i was thinking about this when you're talking about europe when david and i went to europe my uncle um is buried in the ravenna war cemetery in in italy right Mm -hmm. so he he and the, the the longer story is that my my mom's birth family she had a brother and a sister and her the parents divorced, the mom took the sister, the father took the brother and had my mom for a little while, but felt he couldn't keep them all. And she, she stayed with neighbors for about a year from house to house till she was adopted. Okay. Then she saw uncle Billy, that was his name. And, um, and uh, when they were young and then they wouldn't allow them to adopt them to the people who did. And then she never saw him again. And when she finally did hear from him, of him again it was a newspaper article where he was posthumously receiving this award for a military medal um for his for bravery in 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 battle okay so that's the backstory david and i go to italy in part of our touring around uh there and specifically italy was to i wanted to see his his uh his grave and so we 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 flew in and while we were making our our arrangements we decided this first night we flew into Rome and we were going to stay in this little town and then go up into Ravenna the next day. And so we stayed in this little town called Rimini and oh, we Rimini. beautiful little town isn't it just lovely yeah. it was in May so it was before the sun you know to them they think think it's cold there we're you know <sighs> you know Canadians were when shorts practically <laughs> they're all bundled but we it was the one little town that we really spent a lot of time in and we wandered it and I took pictures everywhere and I thought there's some connection to this town it's just so interesting to me and so then we the next day we went up to Ravenna it was interesting we got lost 
blah, 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 we finally found it. Then there, it was the day after um, is uh, the Israeli um, sort of like Remembrance Day. And we met this wonderful Israeli guy who had been a general. And we, we just, and he gave us this beautiful Jewish blessing. It was a beautiful, beautiful day, right? So all of these things occurred and it was very powerful as, of us. I'm not trying to make little of it. It was it was a huge deal to, to for both of us. And for me, I was just... Um, I don't know. I was, I was so blown away by it. Then David, I didn't know, had sent away for all my uncle's war records to make something for my mom. Yeah. And when we got it, David can go on and show the map. So they battled hard and it was long. And then they had a month off. Well, where the next, the other platoon went in for a while. And wouldn't you know, it was in what is now Rimini. That's oh my where God. my uncle. So you had this vibe in that place. It was just, I never felt connected to any place like I did to oh, there. Oh man, that's a great it, story. Too. Isn't it just Jesus. amazing? And then where he actually lost his life was just... Uh, you know, here's Rimini on the coast here and Ravenna is up that way and just over this way. And I don't recall the actual uh, land that that he died on, but it was all in that area. And so it was, I, I don't know, I don't even know what made me think of that right now, but it was just, uh, we also have all these stories, right? And we have these Absolutely. things that happen and why do they happen and how does that work? And how did I... You know, I go off on my little Twilight Zone music thing here, but there's just a way that we're also connected. And we, if we stay aware, we will feel there's a way that oh. land holds energy. Oh. Land holds energy. And, and I, when I walk on certain places, I, I'm very open to that. And I, and I feel that, and I know that. And I, and you and I have chatted about before about your experiences energetically going when you were traveling south and i don't know there's there's a whole bunch of conversations we're going to need to have <laughs> well, hey you know this is life this is this <laughs> is life but, you, but so so you and and i guess i'm not really even sure other than i have a brain injury and i get I, and i take rabbit trails easily but you were talking about daniel yes. and and some of the things that 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 you've noticed with him and, and, and how he just has this way about him. And I, I'm not sure what, I hope it's, I hope when I listen to this back, I will have any idea how I got off into my uncle. That's okay. It doesn't matter. It's <laughs> a great story. <laughs> so, so one of the things that we'll, that, that I'll do is I'll have your contact information. So that when people are listening to these, and they will want to get to know you better, and they will want to hear your music. Oh yeah, to... I should give you my site name. Yeah, and I'll have all of that will be in the in the show notes. Okay, so I'll just email you that. Yes, we'll get all of that, and yeah. and and then people will know. And and around the time when this comes out, and this will, I'm 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 guessing it'll be around. I'm not sure, but probably around 
February or something when these start really? to come out. Really? That's kind of my guess. I, I yeah, off the top whatever. of my head, I'm not sure, but 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 then we'll we'll um, make sure that we have all the dates of where people can see you. And oh, I oh, yeah. I know where it was. I, I oh, thank goodness there made some sense. It's you traveling the you traveling doing the the legions. That's oh, the legions, right? That's where is yeah. because legionnaires. They're still. There are a lot of people who are Legion members who are much, who may be more aware of how we are actively participating in, in history at any given moment. Mm. And, and, and not everyone is always aware of that, that, that we're just living our life. But, but all of us, you know, when my grandkids, when the pandemic started, I said to them, I don't know how long this is going to happen, but what I'm telling you is this, is that you are right now living in something that will be discussed and history. taught in history. Absolutely. You are absolutely. This is a, this is absolutely. a very specific moment in history, and and a, a lot of people who end up serving overseas and doing the things that they do, I think sometimes are maybe because of that are a little bit more. Uh, aware i don't know if that's even the right word i'm not sure what the word is that would be correct but how we're living in history so i i can see you being such a gift to people who go to the lead like they will get you oh the i i have no doubt yeah you're gonna no, be that's, a gift to that's them. an amazing thing you know because uh, even like when i do the open mics I, and that we play one one which is at the hoyne brewery uh, uh, company down on um, Wharf and uh, no uh, Herald the Herald Street oh, okay, yeah, Herald okay. Brew, Brewing Company not okay. Herald and they have an open mic there it's great it's a fantastic one and and I was I was doing it with Daniel and I was noticing that I mean everyone was young you know there's something you notice right <laughs> When you're not so much, let anymore. me see if I can connect with anyone who's old, <laughs> older than thirty here. And, but you know, they're young, young people. Yeah, they all come in, and it was just great to hear hear the response of of young folks as I'm talking about something which which is you know which I wouldn't or things I would say in a song that I wouldn't think really a lot of people would get. Unless you were of a certain, you know, they're quirky little philosophical traits or names of philosophers that are in my music, some of the songs. And, you know, I'd say them and then I'd hear the audience chuckle. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, they they know who Schopenhauer is. <laughs> like, you know, right. like whoever I'm reciting. Yeah. Yes. And they're going, is... okay, this is great. I, 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 you know, I'm on level footing here. So just... Yes. Go and then when Daniel, this young when generation. Daniel plays, it's like they just go ballistic, and I'm going, "This is perfect." Yes, like they they get him, and they're they're getting me. This is like a, it's a it's gold. This is it is a win thing, because you know they look at me and they think, "Wow, here's this old you know here's this old guy and he's up there playing like right." Oh, they yes. think of that like that. He's my grandfather's age, and he right. he's on stage. So they they kind of wig out on that, and they think that's cool, 
Right. It's just what I do, but they think of it as like, yeah, Man, my grandfather just he can barely walk. Yes. Well, so and, it's and a it's kind true. of a neat juxtaposition, the two of us traveling around. It's like, you know, grandpa and, and grandson. It's beautiful. It's kind of a shtick. It <laughs> in, is in kind of itself, right? That's awesome. And I even said that. I said, this is Daniel Morell, he's my son. Everyone goes, oh. And I said, not really. <laughs> like, it's great. Oh, well, well, I can't wait to see. I, I'm, I'll, um, I'll be watching for next time you're playing locally, and and. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Like, yeah, uh, I'd love actually, that. January fifth, I'm playing at the loft with uh, Daniel. I'm going to be posting that anyways. So. Okay, good, good. Yeah, because <laughs> my memory issues now. It'll be like, oh, forget about it. No problem. Uh, well, thank you. This is this is great, and and. Um, I just really appreciate you taking this time and sharing these this stories. It's a buzz for me, Ellie. Oh, it's yeah, been, I'm just it's happy to see you. <laughs> I'm happy to be able to tell some of these things. To, I feel like I'm talking to my therapist. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a session in years. <laughs> this is good. I'll, I'll, I've got my new gongs here. I, I, um, yeah, I just, uh, just invoice me. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much, Lonnie. Holly, thank you, really. This has just been great. And for everyone listening, thanks so much for coming and spending some time with us today. And yeah. and uh, yeah, just hearing the treasure that is Lonnie Glass. Ooh. That's awesome. Thanks mm -hmm. so much again for hanging out with us. This is Ali and find your joy. Know that you're loved. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy.